I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Samantha Sheris. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Thursday, November 2nd. Here are today's headlines. Some Senate Republicans have come out in opposition against Senator Tommy Tuberville in his efforts to change a pro-abortion Pentagon policy. The Defense Department continues to allow taxpayer-funded travel for service members or spouses to obtain an abortion. And Tuberville has made it clear that until that policy is changed, he will not approve any military promotions. If Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin does drop the Pentagon abortion policy, Tuberville says he will approve the promotions. Democrats have criticized Tuberville for blocking the promotions, but now the pro-life senator is also facing pressure from within his party to stop blocking the military promotions. On Wednesday, a number of GOP senators went to the floor of the Senate and made a motion to bring each promotion up for a vote. Each time, Tuberville objected to the Senate taking a vote. South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham was one of those senators and chastised Tuberville after he blocked Graham's motion, per Ed Krasenstein's ex-page. There's a reason this, is, this has not been done this way for a couple hundred years. No matter where you believe it or not, Senator Tuberville, this is doing great damage to our military. I don't say that lightly. I've been trying to work with you for nine months. Senators Dan Sullivan of Alaska, Joni Ernst of Iowa, Mitt Romney, and Todd Young of Indiana were among the senators who brought the motions to move forward with the nominations. Heritage Foundation President Dr. Kevin Roberts responded to the situation on X, writing the fact that some Republicans would pressure their own as opposed to pressuring Biden on his DEI nonsense is outrageous. Tuberville is continuing to block the promotions until the Pentagon changes the abortion policy because Tuberville says the policy is illegal and violates the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment is a decades-old measure that prohibits taxpayer funding of abortions. Tuberville says that there is no law that allows the Pentagon to do this, but notes that there is a law that says they can't do this. The Alabama Republican added, this is about whether the Pentagon can make law. The only institution I honor more than the military is the Constitution. Senate Democrats are reportedly considering a workaround to confirm the military promotions. Stay tuned. On the other side of Capitol Hill, House Speaker Mike Johnson says no more time can be wasted to pass an aid package for Israel. Johnson has proposed a $14.3 billion aid package for Israel, and he is calling on his colleagues in the House to support the bill via the Epic Times. We cannot waste any time getting Israel the aid it needs. We're going to work on that. Johnson is proposing that the $14.3 billion for Israel can be taken from the Biden administration's IRS funding. As The Hill notes, this puts House Democrats in a tough spot since the majority of House Democrats want an aid package for Israel, but don't want to pull funding from the IRS. The White House has already said Biden would veto the bill if it makes it to his desk. Johnson has been very clear in his support for Israel. During today's press conference, the speaker said no lawmaker should be calling for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. I've heard Democrats uh, suggest that there needs to be a ceasefire. 
Let us be clear. We've been very clear about this. There was a ceasefire. It was before October 7th, and Hamas broke it, and Israelis suffered unspeakable acts of evil, as you've heard even recounted here this morning. Israel doesn't need a ceasefire. It needs its allies to cease with the politics and deliver support now. The House is expected to vote on the $14.3 billion aid package for Israel tonight. While the new House Speaker was also asked about the impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden during this morning's press conference on Capitol Hill. Johnson said he will not predetermine the outcome of the inquiry, but believes that a decision as to whether to move forward with the impeachment will be made soon, per Newsmax. And what you're seeing right now, although a lot of American people are anxious about this, many you know Republicans across the country are anxious to get to the end point on this, and I think some Democrats want to know how it ends as well. What you're seeing right now is a deliberate constitutional process that was envisioned by the founders, the framers of the Constitution. This is how they envisioned this to go, not the way the Democrats did it, snap impeachments, sham impeachments, and all the rest. So I, I, know, that, um, I know that people are, are anxious about it, but I will say, uh, Chairman Comer, Chairman Jordan and Judiciary, uh, Chairman Smith and Ways and Means, they've done an extraordinary job, very methodically, and I, I would say outside the scope of politics. They've been taking in the evidence as it goes. So we're going to follow the evidence where it leads, and we'll see. And I, I'm not going to predetermine it this morning. House GOP members are investigating Biden over alleged questionable family business dealings. Five Democrat mayors have asked President Joe Biden for a meeting to discuss the illegal aliens crisis their cities are facing. The mayors of Chicago, Denver, Houston, Los Angeles, and New York sent a letter to Biden last week requesting an urgent meeting with you, meaning Biden, to directly discuss ways we can work with your administration to avoid large numbers of additional asylum seekers being brought to our cities with little to no coordination, support, or resources. The mayors, all of whom lead sanctuary cities, with the exception of Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner, told the president they need four things. First, additional federal funding. In the letter, mayors Brandon Johnson of Chicago, Karen Bass of Los Angeles, Mike Johnson of Denver, and Eric Adams of New York City, and Turner tell the president cities have historically absorbed and integrated new migrants with success. But the challenges brought by the new border arrivals are due not only to the high numbers, but also the diversity of nationalities, the large share arriving as families, and the overwhelming number who seek asylum. And, they add, given the impact this crisis has had and continues to have on state and local budgets, we respectfully advocate for additional funding. According to the five Democrats, Denver is spending about $2 million a week on shelter for illegal aliens. And New York City has spent more than $1.7 billion total, while Chicago has spent over $320 million. In order to help the illegal aliens arriving in their cities while still providing services to citizens, the mayors have asked Biden for $5 billion to cover the expenditures our cities have already incurred and to continue serving the growing number of people arriving in our communities. Additionally, the mayors have asked Biden for accelerated approval of work authorization and adjudication for eligible applicants, increased access to work authorization, and a collaborative federal approach around coordinated entry. Following the letter, the mayors of Denver and Chicago met with senior White House officials at the White House today. 
New York City Mayor Adams was originally slated to attend the meeting, but canceled his trip to D.C. unexpectedly Thursday morning. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre said the two mayors met with the White House Chief of Staff, Jeff Zients, Senior Advisor to the President Tom Perez, along with other officials from the White House and Department of Homeland Security. Jean-Pierre described the meeting as a constructive conversation. With that, that is going to do it for today's episode of the Daily Signal's Top News. If you haven't had a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Tomorrow morning, we are bringing you a conversation with Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas to discuss the importance of a standalone aid package for Israel and why funding for Ukraine should not be tied to Israel funding. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. Thanks again for being with us this evening. Have a great night. We'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.